0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the Prees podcast. I am uh, Louis Capstick here with my, my co-host Josh Masson and Ivor Chipman. Right? Um Yeah, get ready for another hour of <laughs> nonstop <laughs> rambling. <You're nothing>. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a good time. We'll you all to call that. Yeah. Um, so who wants to kick off uh, with the first topic?
1: I mean, I know that I wanted to jump in, but um, yeah, go on and go go on. I, I want to jump in go with a, a quote um Just from crack my <laughs> tiny tent a, friend, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a pair of literally half tins, fetal tinnies um yeah and it's so i want to talk about weird enough we're going quite highbrow to start off with this time this week as opposed to last week which <laughs> Start off in a slightly different tone. Um, we started with Gorbachev, bro. Yeah, we switched. started with Gorbachev. <laughs> but we we're going straight with, to the deeper. We're though. going <laughs> even more elevated with this one. I want to go sort of like philosophy of language and sort of how Unlike language is and yeah. um, the shop, And <laughs> the reason why I sort of thought about this is that I read something when reading Andrew Roberts' book on Winston Churchill, which just is just a great bit of prose. Um, just so, just excuse my sort of sick of fancy for a second. Um, the most durable structures raised in stone by the strength of man, the mightiest monuments of his power, crumble into dust, while the words spoken with fleeting breath, echo, not as mere archaeological curiosities or venerable relics, but with a force and life as new and strong as when they were first spoken. And I think that's just lovely. Good um, stuff. Good stuff. And so yeah, if we could kick off with that, because I remember Louis, when you and I were in Greece, we had sort of like we tried to have at least we did. a sort of conversation on on this topic slightly abortive conversation slightly abortive conversation exactly so I thought we'd we'd kick it off Um, and just because I read recently a book called um, looking into the language class which is basically all about how sort of like like linguistic curiosities and so forth completely shape like your perception of the world
0: absolutely I've been Um, meaning to read that for a while yeah
1: it's a really really good book I recommend it highly Um, and so it's things like just to start off like an example um, the Greeks they had no sort of like equivalent of the word inepti which in Latin means like yeah, just ineptitude and so forth and there's like a raging like debate over this as to whether or not that word the lack of it in the Greek language means that there was so much of it that mm. like it just wasn't even noticed mm. or that there was none of it so there was no word that could be lab- ascribed to it mm. and I just find it interesting as to how sort of like that can kind of like shape your just really sort of weird ling- linguistic curiosities it can like shape your self-understanding self-identity yeah
0: I, I think it, it, it makes a lot uh-huh. of sense to be fair I mean I, I remember reading this thing um that in some like in- Inuit languages in northern Canada there the are the like, snow thing yeah yeah, yeah there so there, are, there are like or some like ridiculous that. number do dozens of words for snow, um describing like it in different physical states, mm. like you know like new snow or like yellow yeah, uh, snow broken snow yeah, <laughs> snow, slushy snow, sleet, all of this stuff, and how in English we basically only have the one word essentially. Um, which makes perfect sense because it doesn't snow nearly as much here as it does in in, in Canada. Yeah, exactly. But um, also, how that would alter your your understanding of snow, like as an abstract concept. Like. Well, like
2: language, is, like construction of language is functional, right? Hmm. In the sense that, so it's the, it's the it's the it's the Wittgensteinian thing where he basically says like, okay, so say you're playing a game, hmm. right? And a game is so say say you know at some point in the game you 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 can both make moves where the game comes to an impasse mm-hmm. right um the game is broken it's wrong it's faulty right it's, it's dilemma prone is what right. it says right but say say you you, you you take a game say you take chess and you can find some form of impasse that can occur theoretically mm-hmm. but it never does unless people move stupidly or pointlessly or do things that they shouldn't be doing without purpose right. And basically he compares that it's the same thing with language right you can find plenty of flaws in our language and how it doesn't entirely make sense and how some words are used as references some uses this like no one knows really mm. where they come from or what, mm. or what the rules are essentially but because they don't occur because they're not the game isn't dilemma prone in real life when you're mm. using it if, if everybody if everybody speaks sensibly which they do mm. then the, the, yeah the game isn't essentially isn't dilemma prone
0: and also because because the rules can change as well yeah right?
2: exactly that's why his whole shtick is that basically there are there are well uh, it's debated but mm-hmm. like uh, from what i knew his whole shtick was essentially that there are no set language rules there's no like there's, there's only rough no. conform like, so what yeah. so like
1: so like grammar rules and like syntactical rules well, this, and regulations and so forth they're yeah. all just sort of like because yeah, you can find ways to break but, them
0: you can, but, but then no I think one ever does. This is a massive, like, like a huge um, debate in, like, philology. I remember, like, like you know, Noam Chomsky yeah. was a big proponent of the idea of a, of a universal human grammar, or essentially the idea that there are, like, fundamental... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he actually, he attributed it's one it... one of the
2: arguments for, like, innate, innate, right. for, for innate
0: knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like And, and stuff, he, yeah. he attributed it to an actual biological mechanic in the brain, mm. which, like, has yet to be discovered. Um, but it's essentially well, the idea that there's there are constant fundamental rules of language perhaps so fundamental that we can't even really perceive them
2: well because there's also there's different levels to i think the example, one of the examples he uses is like these different levels to sense so like say i say the sentence um it's like furiously sleep green colorless like mm-hmm. that makes no sense yeah right? that makes no sense at all but say you reverse the sentence and go like colorless green dreams sleep furiously i missed a word in my first iteration but like yeah, colorless green dreams sleep furiously that doesn't make sense but it does make more sense because it has the vague grammatical form of a sentence mm. right as in like yeah. Subject, object. Uh, exactly. But you can right? you you yeah. understand But there's no, there's no cause for it to say, there's no use for that sentence, which is what, what Wittgenstein's thing is that meaning of words are their, their use in the language, their place. And that's like, mm. for instance, goodbye is a good one because, like, so you know, when you're taught French, you're taught goodbye is au revoir, right? Yeah. And um, so on and so forth in every single language. But they're not directly, they don't correlate. No. They don't mean the same thing. It's just they have the same place as the sort of um, farewell. That no farewell idea. type word in the language. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Vikas is not Vikas does like sort of an existentialist. Wasn't he also the person who said that um, if a lion could speak in human tongues, <clears> we still wouldn't be able to understand like a single thing that it said? Because yeah, because his his, his... reference, his frame of references for even like the yeah, notion though. of a word like goodbye or like the concept of saying farewell, yeah. would probably be like so different to our notion of it that like it would be a complete
0: true. Block. And and equally like his you know. I think you can relate a lot of language to just our like physical forms as humans and how mm. we interact with the physical world mm. and you see this a lot in idiom I mean think when you, if, if I'd say like yeah, yeah. You know, things are looking down the, in, it, within as in say you know my life's going badly or whatever um, like entailed or implied within that construction is like a a uh, physical like geometrical metaphor the idea of down bad up good yeah, you can kind of, can, of you course. can you can imagine some sort of anthropological ways of why that association might be created like the rising sun or the setting sun or um you know like so much of language is fundamentally based on how we interact with the world and those things will be different for example like if a squid could speak right and it's 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 you know the way that it 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 is in the world is so fundamentally different to us you know like a bunch Mm. of different legs it like its eyes are different it has a beak or whatever it likes you know it's buoyant rather than like as in gravity is kind of reversed if you think about Mm -hmm. it like there's buoyancy and he's swimming down yeah it's
1: metaphors yeah exactly and so yeah exactly
0: the sort of metaphorical constructions that it would create would be so alien to us that, that it wouldn't really be possible i mean maybe we could reach some kind of connection but like have you have you guys seen that movie arrival no by Dennis Villeneuve, about um, it was a, it was a, it was a big film, but I didn't watch it when it came out. Um, but, know, he's the guy that Dune, didn't he? He did oh, Dune, yeah. yeah. He's a fantastic director. Yeah, director. Um, And it's all about basically an alien species comes to Earth, and it's all about um, a you know this like world-renowned linguist who played by Amy Adams, who's um, trying to figure out how to communicate with them, and it plays into a lot of this stuff about like they have just a fundamental different way of perceiving things like time. And so their alphabet and the way that they speak is completely different to the way that we speak. It is a fantastic movie. Well, even
1: the same way, like, so for example, how different languages sort of, like, construct themselves. So, for example, like, we have an alphabetic language, comes from, like, Proto-Indo-European, and so forth. And there are, like, I think we were talking about this with James while I was going to Japan. Mm -hmm. And say how, like, Japanese is so difficult because it's a phonetic language. Mm -hmm. They have sort of, like, a a, a letter for, like,
0: Signal individual phonemes. Individual phonemes and so
1: forth and like to us because we're sort of like bred out of in the european background like mm-hmm. that just seems to be completely alien to us mm-hmm. whereas like the alphabet seems so simple yeah. and so I can imagine the reason why like there's such like in Europe for example like there's a lot of bilingualism between sort of the European countries and stuff because it's the same language family mm-hmm. whereas Japanese must be so so difficult The like English must be so difficult rather for like Japanese people just because there is that barrier hence why there's just not maybe even in Japan, like you speak English, yeah. It's just a fundamental different construction of language, like it is weird. Like,
0: our, it, but when you think about it, also, a phonetic alphabet does make a lot more sense. Mm. It's actually a much more like oh, practical, yeah it's, yeah, it's much more practical, 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 way, like, yeah. like, like this thing signifies this and that doesn't change because all, the alphabet, all, about, all like, the Egyptians
2: used to have like obviously like essentially a pictorial alphabet, yeah, right? which is yeah. like incredibly strange. And it actually makes intuitively makes like a whole lot of sense mm, yeah is that your your sign for everything is literally a it's a representative language mm. right
0: especially because an alphabet is also visual I mean, yeah like exactly i mean you know, it's the
2: same thing you are connecting a picture to a set of pictures to a particular object right it's still mm-hmm. sort of in some way a reference
0: yeah. right it's so all, all it is,
2: is labels all languages really are labels
0: yeah it's signifiers it's, 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 they're just that's exactly. all it is um so in lots of ways you know, that's, that's why you could think of like you well, know no, that's
2: the that's the thing so that's returning to it like yeah. that's one of the big things that Wittgenstein is like, no, language is not all references, right? So he has this example of it's like you're you you go into a shop and you ask for five red apples, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you know, the, the shopkeeper, even mentally, doesn't like go into a drawer with a picture of an apple and then find a colour chart that's like with the colour red mm-hmm. and then count one, two, three, four, five. Like they all fundamentally represent in represent mm-hmm. in completely different ways to the extent that it's it's kind of meaningless to say that it's representative in the first place. Like mm-hmm. if you look at if you look at a picture of of, of, you know, you like a picture of you and me, for instance. And Ivor goes, you know, he's taller than him, mm-hmm. right? Well, w- w- what's taller? Like, what is it within the picture? Yeah, it's not representative, right? Well, as it's it's not, it's like, I think, think, which is where he comes. But I think from the point, that, called, like, like yeah, the, the go
0: process go. itself is still representation. Do you know what I mean? As in, like, it's difficult ac- to get away action, from. Yeah, the action is still. If I said, um, if I said apple. And Ivor, you know, spoke, let's say Ivor only spoke French and he said palm or something. Mm. Um, we're still, th- this fundamental, like, metaphorical process that we're undergoing is still the same idea of, like, we're representing something. It might, the signif- this the signified might be different. For example, if you were from France, you might think of some French apple and I might think mm. of, like, a crab apple or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you get what I'm, what I'm getting at. Um, but it's still, the, like, the fundamental process of language is always just, like... Metaphorical thinking.
1: Well, it, it's apparently Wasn't, well, according to oh, like really, really ancient thought, I think I, I'm not really great on plates, I didn't do much of it, but it's that this is the the whole point is that language can be signifiers, but just rather vague ones. Mm-hmm. So, for example, when I say apple, I'm getting at some sort of like vague representation of what like the form of the apple is right. and what sort of like the purest idea is. Mm-hmm. So, there is for at least in sort of certain rational thoughts, like in antiquity, this idea that like language is an ultimate label for like something that actually really really does exist in the most fundamental sense like even abstracts will exist as sort of like True. a sort of real entity well, like a non abstract entity but, and language can get to that in some
2: way was I mean, if I say lock right mm-hmm. fundamentally like it, the, the word lock can't because because a, a lock could be you know the thing in canals it could be yeah. the security device yeah. or it could be you know a lock of hair right so fundamentally the word doesn't represent anything outside of context which it represents which, a sort of a
0: set it represents yeah. a set which yeah. are
2: all completely
0: which are completely dissociated from each other right, right?
2: there's there's no, there's no one uniting factor of locks of hair mm-hmm. locks in canals and l- locks mm-hmm. in, you know so that's i think that's what he sort of gets at is that Essentially, the only way you, you derive meaning from... Is context Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's is, is from the way the word is used in language. Because realistically, it's another one of those things where technically that's sort of a rule that doesn't quite doesn't work in theory, right? Mm. It's like what, something that you might look at and be like, well, the game's dilemma-prone. Mm-hmm. But in reality, there is no confusion between those three words because you can never really be using any of them in the context that you might be using another one. Mm-hmm. Is that you that' never that speaking also... about when, I, when you speak about a lock of hair you can never really be speaking about
0: isn't it yeah it's exactly if I, if I pointed at a lock and said yeah you're, look, you're finding lock, an error that like doesn't it's practically it's not possible exist. Yeah, yeah exactly
1: does that also apply to like the boundary between sort of like a literal use of a word and the metaphorical use of the word so if I say wave you have like a, a yeah a wave, exactly. like a wave yeah, yeah, of laughter precisely. or something like that yeah. so you have a literal wave and so forth like yeah, that, is that where sort of like it's sort of vaguely dilemma prone yeah, and like, you can
2: find <clears throat> you can find tons of things in our language that just don't make sense, but mm. they don't they don't we don't encounter them because
0: yeah like that's I, yeah I think that's that's the thing is like it, it's slightly reductive to refer to like a language as just like a a, a clear cut system of signification and that's
2: why the, the Inuit thing is right like, mm. it's, it's an evolution well not evolutionary but as in like it's it, it's the way that the language has evol- evolved there It's, it's evolved, like it they needed more words for snow yeah right so they had to because you know snow wasn't good enough for them to you know. Not die on the ice But that's very sophisticated But then equally
0: though, I don't think like, Is snow good enough For us either <laughs> As in we have Like you You know it, We we have in, several In December In some ways though If I was If I was out like You know In the countryside or Whatever And I saw a field That was completely covered In, in un- like You know A crust of snow That hadn't broken That does signify Something slightly different To the sort of Slushy shit That you get in the street here But we also Have a greater use
2: of like Adverbs and adjectives For instance I don't yeah, know how I don't know do how The English language But adjectives. think about Like think about the word Uh uh, pain, right? Hmm. And then there is only one word for pain, even though pain is like a, a very like a varying phenomenon, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why we then instead so of having a, stabbing a multiple pain, there we go, like shooting pain. pain. Yeah, exactly. Like an ache. yeah, like an eight yeah, we just we just
1: we yeah. just add adjectives like right. so it, 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 that. It, it.
0: It's interesting that they that our first impulse is to say slushy snow. Yeah. And but in Inuit languages they construct more nouns whereas like Greek I that's actually quite an interesting like, process well it's, it's, like, it's
1: like it's like Greek is a very the reason like Greek is so sophisticated it has like you know four words for love which is we reduce it into a very very sort of oh, yeah. you know, monolithic term mm. just a single term love it, mm. it has it has four for the multifarious you know different forms of love that you can get you right. have Eros for erotic love you have Philia for like the kind of like friendship love Storge is like the kind of love which you have for like your maybe your country or your football team or Patriot something like that well. and then you have um, agape.
0: Which one, which one? It's agape, agape, yeah, agape. Experience. Yeah, which is sort of like a
1: religious love, exactly. Yeah.
0: But then, yeah, and, um, and, and we'd we'd render those in English as agapeic love. Agapeic love. Exactly. No, one <laughs> is, no, one, no, no one, no one, ever says agape. It's right? just,
1: just linguistic plagiarism, really, is what that is, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, a bit um, but for example, but we, I, I think it's quite interesting to like note those like flaws, frankly, like in our language, like it hasn't. we just play it I think, but they're
0: not, they're not They're not flaws. It's just, it's just different ways of, and but. It's just it's interesting. I think perhaps the reason that there are so many it, there are so many different nouns for snow is because there's more cultural. There's a kind of cultural like uh, emphasis on it, and I think when something becomes, you know, I, we we sort of like apply all these adjectives to things, but when something becomes like actually like fundamental to a, a way of being within a culture, then it takes on a greater significance and is kind of nounified or is like turned mm. into a. Yeah, like there are sixteen
1: different words, I think, or seventeen. I can't can't remember like different words for sort of like manly virtue in like Homeric Greek, Greek right. for example, because the entire culture was just built on like your physical strength was conversant with your like moral worth. You know? That seems like they're compensating. <laughs> it Seems like they're really yeah. really compensating exactly. Um, and there's there's, yeah. there's even another example which I can think, of, which is like just even more. You would think the one sort of like linguistic piece of like piece of like linguistic unity we all have is just like proper pronouns, like the sense of I or you or like anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like there's like, I think a language in the Philippines, like Tagalog or something like that, which doesn't have uh, like the personal pronoun us, Mm. or we, like the the, the way they communicate like that notion of like usness is me and the person next to me, or me and and they just say the person's name or something Mm. like that. So they always have to use like conjunctive, which is just strange to me. Yeah,
0: it is weird. The the personal pronoun I, I think it's like talking about like how language can like shape Mm. consciousness even, not even necessarily just culture. Well, Wittgenstein like, said it wasn't a pronoun. Yeah, there wasn't. He it said it wasn't a pronoun. It wasn't a pronoun. I, I no, it, a as pronoun. In, it, it's it's because what, it's not what a you're reference. Yeah, what you're at, well, what, what you're actually kind of like. I don't know. I, th- I think about this a lot. I feel like what you're actually referring to is, to use a kind of archaic or to use a slightly like outdated term, um, your soul, in the sense of like your subjectively exper- your subjective it's, yeah, it's experience. Your subjective experience of it's selfhood. Point of view in the world. Exactly. Which is not because I does not necessarily refer to my body as in if. if if both my legs got amputated, I wouldn't change the way I referred to myself, even though my body has changed. I'd still say, I, I have, I, I, the I has continued to be. It refers to like your consciousness, I guess.
2: You yeah. as a consciousness not, not, not really. Because you can refer to yourself as I even when you have no conscious experience of what you're referring to. So for instance, mm. I can say I learned to talk at 11 months. Mm. But I, I don't, that's not part of my experience. Yet. Like, I, I, Obviously, it was me that learned yeah. to talk at yeah. Or I was, I was right born. Or I was born. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was born is a no great example. Yeah. Or I was conceived. <laughs> yeah. You know. The I, notion
1: of I, though, came into existence. <laughs>
0: like, no, but it's just the way was, you situate
2: no one... the, yeah. your like, psychologically continuous personhood. Mm. it's just in space essentially mm. which is why like so and time this whole point was essentially I like, so say 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 I say you know what's sitting here I go you right yeah. or I go Louis or something like that it it sort of picks you out amongst a range of alternatives because everything I say afterwards it could refer to any sort of person at all mm-hmm. if I'm referring to myself se- the difference between saying um, I have a pain and saying pain is nothing I don't add anything extra to the sentence hmm Right, because I, I automatically through me saying it, you know it's referring to mm. the person that is me. It doesn't pick me out; it draws attention to me. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah, as in, so he he say, he essentially says sort of that it's exclamatory, as opposed right. to it's uh, not exclamatory, emphatic.
1: Yeah, this is like in sort of in in in. in Cause it's superfluous to the sentence. Mostly. It's like it's like archaic languages. You can separate the the pronouns. So separate, you can sort of almost like duplicate it. Like you can go. Like, um, so for example, if you would say, if, if I wanted to be really, really emphatic that I did something like myself, mm-hmm. like on my own, mm-hmm. you would use, you would say something like, ego autos, meaning sort of like I myself, literally. Oh, and you okay. could like, if you emphatically sort of like reduplicate the notion of right. me. Whereas you can't really do that in English, you can just say like, I did this. Like, I did this. You, you know, could, I, I mean, you could say, that. I myself. I, like, oh. I, I myself did or
0: this. Or sort of... I, Louis, did X, or whatever. Yeah, like, I, exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, and in some ways you can use it. I kind of enjoy thinking about it like a noun, like the I, the sense the of, because, I. because it is, it is a, it's not completely like consubstantial with either. Like when mm. you say your I, you're not really referring to. Well, I'm referring to what I think I am, which is either. True. But as like when I th- say I'm either. Yeah. But Then equally. The I, I
1: bit of the I'm and either are like synonymous in my mind. But are you
0: referring to your brain? Are you referring, I'm referring to... to just
1: me as like a sentient thing?
2: Like a, yeah, a psychologically continuous. Yeah, something.
1: It's even like the cocktail I in space. Bit. Like I always say, like cogito I Like you know, the I presupposes beat, the presupp- of, it presupposes of, yeah. the existence of a sum. The cogito thing so because it has the, the first person yeah. element in that word, like mm-hmm. cogito I. Think. Then e-
0: equally, equally. So let's say it, it, I ever got dementia, <laughs> <laughs> <Sure. clears throat> you could and, and couldn't remember anything before yesterday morning or this morning. That'd be great you can still, you can, you <laughs> can still quite comfor- you could still quite comfortably say, "I am recording this podcast." Well, I surely lose all
1: sense of language. I wouldn't be able to speak. English, no,
0: I guess. No, I think pe- pe- people can have intact
1: faculties. Like, like, like do people with faculties. amnesia, if they get really, really bad amnesia, forget how to speak? I don't think it's possible
2: to forget how to speak. Uh, as in not amnesia, I don't think. As in, obviously, you can just lose the ability to speak through like strokes and yeah. But yeah. As in not not through amnesia. Also, like it's it's very obviously difficult because it. The, uh, most almost all eye statements are um, like immune to error through like uh, misidentification mm. right so in the sense that and that's why that they're, they're so compelling right mm-hmm. in the sense that so if I say you know Louis has a broken arm right mm. in, in the sense that I, I physically see your arm is not where it should be right? <laughs> I could be wrong I, I could be misidentifying it might in fact be either standing behind you and it might be his arm and so on and so forth mm-hmm. if you say I have a broken arm you can never be wrong about that through misidentification because it's, it's something that facts into your own experience right mm.
0: True, yeah. it could just be brained. You could know. uh, just, uh, just hit your head really hard. Experiencing, <laughs>
2: experiencing it from, as in when, when, when we say that, I mean like experiencing it from like the inside, if that mm. makes sense. As in rather than like not looking in a mirror or looking No, down, I, I know like, actually you know, I actually mean, suggesting mean, yeah, the experience. Exactly, like if yeah. you're, yeah. in, for instance, if you say like, I'm sitting cross-legged and you say that from the, the sort of evidence mm. of the, the fact that you can feel that you're cross-legged rather than you're, you look down at yourself and you're cross-legged because that's yeah. technically a mean to error yeah. education like you could yeah.
1: fuck that up or you could just be delirious or mm. hallucinating or whatever. This notion as well of like personal subjectivity when it comes to like language as well that and like experience that feeds into sort of how you demarcate people as like are uh, they mentally insane and so forth like all of these concepts are based on sort of like the idea that even though I cannot say for certain that you Look at this beer and see that that's blue. Mm-hmm. I can't for 1000 but 1, be like be sure of that. Mm. We have just recognized like, together that we both see that and we call that blue. And like mm. something it's, else is blue. Well, it's also, it's what blue. What we do. said earlier, you, it's also oh, that's par-
0: partly it's like, assumptive in that like. I know, well, I believe that I am subjectively experiencing it and you guys are sufficiently similar to me and for me to comfortably assume that you're probably experiencing something similar.
2: But even then, it wouldn't wouldn't matter if we were experiencing different things because this is what he says, this is what, again, Wittgenstein says, it's like, whatever color that is, objectively, Mm. right? The fact that we can... Label it, we can give it, we can both give it the same label, and mm. there's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, the world doesn't collapse, it's yeah. Not a dilemma the, there's, the lab- no, there's no disaster, and the label, the label, the label really is still in Josh's doesn't matter, it yeah, doesn't matter, yeah. right?
0: And that's and that's and the label still signifies, said.
2: but it's, it's mm. behavioral. This is what he, This is what he means is that realistically, you don't have an access into someone's inner world, no. right? So, for instance, when we say pain, he thinks we learn pain through pre linguistic behavior, not through like an inner recognition of our own pain, but I might see you writhing on the floor in agony and be taught by pantomime. my elders that that's 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 what pain looks like yeah right? which is why for instance and that's so why did, yeah. and then from that paradigmatic like paradigmatic paradigmatic paradigmatic, 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 paradigmatic like experience of pain hmm. you then learn to identify more nuanced expressions of pain and so hmm. on and so forth that's why for instance um i think at least like for, you'll see like children get very scared of like pantomime villains oh because they because they because it's paradigmatic it's paradigmatic evil but you as an adult with a more nuanced understanding understand, no, that's, understand it's, not it's an illusion it's, it's not, not even an illusion it's uh because like pa- like pantomime villains are obviously like they play up the evil thing like mm-hmm. so on and so forth they like, recognize events. that it's it's exactly you recognize that it's not r- real evil
0: it's not even like it's yeah. not even like the villain in a film I I mean, all, it's, it's performatory yeah. evil right and it's because like, yeah. because you know it, yeah the child hasn't like developed that nuanced sense of like expressing exactly. emotion They'll, they'll take that kind of expression at face yeah. value whereas we can see like well it's so melodramatic that it can't mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's an, it's
1: but an the, but then' the, just just going back to it I mean then what's to actually technically say like just because like we can't actually know for sure like whether or not our sort of like labels for blue are the exact same thing as how we perceive that idea of blueness mm-hmm. like well we can't know for sure that that's the same thing what's to say technically speaking like logically speaking that like five people who are in accordance with each other on certain matters of reality but are completely schizophrenic and see like you know just I don't know, the sky is red or something like that mm-hmm. what's their sense of perception is any less true than ours in the sense of like because we can't know for sure we cannot actually know for sure that like we all see the same things and we all also sort of like in accordance with each other
0: i don't yeah i don't it's think it's all it, very relative it, it's it's also it's based on essentially consensus right it's that we we we, we take like the largest number of mm-hmm. what we would you know call i guess neurotypical people or whatever that means um would agree that that Pint can is in some way yeah. blue, and therefore we just kind of roll with that. But equally, like I don't think there's anything to say that anyone's perception of it is
1: incorrect in that sense.
0: Although I mean, but, but I suppose like you know, there are there are the visible light that is reflecting off this can is of a certain wavelength, right? And that's objective. And y- that, there that, is a spectrum of light. Which well, is yeah, pretty much as objective as we as scientific objective, yeah. right? And that we have identified that spectrum. As being in the blue part of visible light, mm. and our eyes, which all you know, yeah. all seem to be functioning well, <laughs> um, like in you know, it's this chemical process that's occurring in our brain to to create that kind of image. Um, and so, if someone is seeing that can as red, then you, I guess, you could make the case that kind of their their brain is just not interpreting the. Well, that's just colorblind. That's You fundamentally
2: yeah, spot it like very very quickly, which mm-hmm. is where which is where colourblind people can like come in essentially. Is that you can, for instance, like imagine someone were the equivalent of size blind they just couldn't tell what
0: size things were Mm. people people like don't have depth perception and stuff yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. but that's and that would factor into your experience very quickly and you'd be able to identify it immediately because it matters right it matters in their experience and that's what makes that particular like section of language for that person dilemma prone right Mm -hmm. and in normal life obviously the fact whether that can is Blue, red, or green—it mm-hmm. doesn't actually matter as long as you communicate it in the same way. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say, obviously, like that there's no objective truth as to what colour that can is. It just doesn't matter linguistically. Glaser wrote a whole book on this where he tried to claim that
1: the yeah. ancient Greeks were colorblind because in in like um he, they they would describe like, in the Iliad they describe the sea as like. Wine dark red, uh, they describe sheeps as uh chloros, like green.
0: Isn't that because so... colors, color adjectives have different like connotations? In yeah,
1: I mean, he tried to describe it to like genuinely, like just because people in stuff know the broad, the sort of early, late Bronze Age or whatever, mm. like just genuinely hadn't developed the sort of optic. Could that um, just
0: be like a translation issue? <laughs> um,
1: I mean, I guess it could be that. I've never, really, I've never, i
0: I was, I remember like.
1: No, sorry, that because like the same word is used for stuff like throughout the rest of Greek literature, which is oh, okay. yeah. actually doesn't mean stuff. As yeah, Greek yeah. Yeah.
0: stuff. I remember like it's... that. The, the I think it was the BBC released like a TV show about the Trojan War, yeah. and it was very controversial because they cast like a black guy as Achilles, right? And people were upset, and people were claiming that Achilles one hundred percent proven to be white in the text because his hair is described as zinfos or like blonde, yeah. right? Yeah. And people were arguing and then there was there was a whole this evolved out of this was like a linguistic debate um about essentially the idea of color in ancient greek and a lot of like i was really like a lot of like classical linguists were like well what's interesting about the way that the greeks thought about color is that a word like synthos can in some cases mean blonde or kind of golden but equally it also holds connotations of like swiftness exactly. mercuriality like um a kind of slippery texture exactly. and it's very difficult for someone for an english speaker to understand that sense of like how a, an adjective can mean something like categorically different as in you wouldn't think that the idea of of quickness or rapidity could be contained within a color well colors can act as metaphors I yeah mean, so for
1: example like the idea of a golden age or whatever stems from like Hesiod, like 8th century bc mm-hmm. and in the golden age obviously they didn't actually think that was sort of like the golden genos which literally means race of men that's yeah. described. the cruci on genos so it literally means golden race. Obviously no one thought that like these you know primitive prelapsarian men were actually like literally made of gold. So yeah. it's, this is the sort of like a very, very early instance of them sort of using a, a colour and so forth. It's like a metaphor for like the mm. golden radiance excellence and yeah, yeah and so forth. So
0: And so that that word I, I remember that one of the cases was that the the like glittering on the surface of the sea had been described as synthos. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember in which text, maybe it's the eleit as well. And again it's that sense of like you could, if you think about it in that way, that the color could represent like a a, diff- a completely different kind of quality, then you can. It, it reflects like the, the sort of that sensation of looking at the sea, and you can see it kind of mm. undulating and moving, and it's like slippery, and you know, it's coming in and out of view, etc. Yeah. Um, well, which I thought was fascinating, but people people were I- interpreting it literally, and therefore saying that oh, Achilles must yeah, be yeah, hundred percent white, which is which is which is such a simplistic way of looking at
2: it. Yeah. It like, like it makes complete sense because obviously color is fundamentally affected by texture as well, right? Mm. So like the I don't know say you know this, this 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 table and a carpet are identical shades of red yeah they they still look fundamentally different they look like different colors Me- like metallic like metallic objects as well it's the mm. same thing they
1: because have...
0: light reflects off it exactly right
1: exactly um yeah mm. it's a really, really yeah it really really is quite a basic one but it's also it's, it is quite a difficult one um to be fair just because like you know people did genuinely just like a green sheep for example is something where you can't really sort of Designate a metaphorical uses to it, as mm. things like well, that. Well, maybe, so maybe it's,
0: its metaphorical meaning has been lost. A lot of
1: people just think maybe it's like poetic, kind of just strange poetic innovation, like, you know, just creativity gone mad. Mm. Might, might be, you know. Why not? Language is cool. <laughs> Language is, is Language cool. Is cool. <laughs> it is very fun. I wish I knew more than one. <laughs> <wine. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been on it for half an hour. Oh,
2: finished. God. Okay, okay. No, wait, no, I think half an hour, yeah. Are we half an hour in? Yeah. No, no. Should no. we go to something new? Yeah, let's, yeah let's, go let's, for it. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, one second. So I have. As as your choice of the day, okay. I have politician boxing. You saw the Farage thing, right? No. Sorry, you not see Farage <laughs> no. called out Boris Johnson to a boxing match. No way. Did you not see? <gasps> it? No, he did. I I, I yeah, remember yeah, this yeah, on. Yeah. G- oh. It was on. G- after, it was after the KSI fight. That's oh my! Because yeah, he I went to watch, watch for some for some strange reason. <laughs> I back Boris. Um, I think Boris. I back Boris. Probably whack. One thousand percent. I'm sorry. And then the other I mean, two I've got are summer clothing and targeted advertising. Nah, nah, screw
0: that.
1: Oh.
2: Let's
0: do the boxing thing. That's no, tar- targeted ads, I like. Targeted ads yeah. fuck me up. I'd be down for yeah. it. I, I love I like boxing. I love a bit of targeted
1: ads. Let's do a WWE Royal Rumble. We've reached, we've reached an
0: impasse. I'm happy about it. Seems like Dude one. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going with targeted advertising. No, no, no. All right, fine. We, can do, we, can do, we can do both. We can do. A uh, no, I'll we can yield, do a rapid I'll, fire session. I'll yield yeah. to the democracy. Okay,
2: but as in, like, just the, the just as in, it came into my head because, like, the predatory nature of some targeted advertising is is it's It's ridiculous. It's terrifying, right? Like, as in, like, for instance, I I I showed you I recently got like adverts for, psalms, which are essentially sort of semi legal steroids, right. Mm. Which they're they're sort of legal, untested. Well, when they're, you're on they're, fully illegal steroids,
0: anyway. <laughs> 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 that's a joke. That's a joke.
2: They're, um, they're legal because they basically haven't been tested thoroughly enough to be declared illegal. Okay. Um, but they're you know super liver toxic and just really really bad for you. Mm-hmm. And just they just clearly had worked out from.
1: <laughs> Mate, that's a worrying Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like,
2: it was horrible. And like also like. Just recently, over the past two days, my phone has clearly figured out I'm single and it's sending me like yeah. 36 like everyone, every, advertisements for dating sites. Everyone listening, how, to me, Josh how is we, single. Yeah.
0: How,
1: how, how, how
2: I don't know how it figured it out. Do
1: you know what I mean? Because it it, 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 it dude, freaks dude, me out, dude, man. It dude. freaks me out. Honestly, it was the social network? Oh, sorry, it's not social network. Social oh, the
0: social dilemma. No, I actually never did. I've heard about it a thousand times. I really should have.
1: It's brilliant, but I'll take it later. this issue like... Brilliantly, and they they describe something called positive intermittent reinforcements. Is the the technical term for what you guys are like describing essentially is where they they literally can listen to you, like as in they the, through the microphone they can actually just hear what you say and so forth. And they will just constantly they will never stop sending you the same thing, so that they literally. notifies you. They get you get a notification on your phone, and it just like wraps you in. Mate, it's you know. terrifying.
0: It, uh, your
2: it's, phone turns well. into a little, like a little echo chamber for yeah. all of your interests in, and
0: that's that's honestly one like, of that's one is, of the most terrifying things, things about is, it. Is a, a worrying reflection. Yeah, yeah. is that is that the way that. I mean, because like, you know, radicalization and stuff online is becoming an increasing issue. But the way that these algorithms function is essentially they will pin down within a few minutes of you using the device, what you're interested in and what you're most likely to watch for the longest time so that they can flog you an ad. Um, and then it becomes this constant feedback loop. And like any addiction, you need a greater and greater hit. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you're slightly inclined to the social conservative side or something and you see like i don't know a video about ben shapiro talking about abortion or something and you're like
1: young americans or something." yeah
0: or talking about like i don't know some identity politics thing and you're like yeah i I kind of agree with that watch the whole thing you see an ad for whatever um the algorithm instantly knows okay this guy's gonna watch this and so then they keep going and they keep going and then like again like with any addiction it becomes increasingly accelerated and you start seeing like more intense content and you become kind of inured to it people think Um, the reason why
1: they're like well, at least the social dilemma is trying right, to posit that the, half the reason why America, for example, is so politically polarized is because everyone uses social media and everyone basically just is stuck there for oh, me, yeah. like an mm-hmm. advertisement echo chamber. Mm-hmm. Whereby, like you said, those kind of like opinions and so forth, they just get more and more extreme and they just get Honestly, sort of like enhanced yeah. and developed and so forth because all you get is the same the same stuff. If you're a Republican, you will get more Republican news. You get mm-hmm. if you're a Democrat, you get more Democrat news. And, and also, though.
0: like I think that the, the people who are making this content are aware of this as well. Like, um. A good example. I mean, you guys know who Jordan Peterson is, right? Yeah, of course. He um, yep. i I've, uh, he 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 just annoys me intensely now. he <laughs> <but>, um <laughs> He's one th- voice. He does have okay. a very jarring voice. That's he does a, right. have a, a very, very jarring, jarring voice. voice. But he went from I, I I noticed like how he started off as like a slightly almost kind of you know he 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 became famous through that the C sixteen in C-16, Canada. Right, yeah. So he was always a conservative figure um but most of his stuff that he was famous for i don't even think was particularly i mean he had like those high profile like the, just channel, the channel four interview and everything but yeah yeah he wrote he wrote his book 12 rules for life on like um you know basically like self-help stuff yeah. i think he he, he he was still political but also was, was like you know talking about what he knew about which is psychology and then you can track how Far, how how thoroughly he's basically swung to the right and now has become just a political commentator oh, and well he and he joined the center, da- yeah. he joined the Daily Wire. Did he? Bro, The idea of him and yeah, Ben Shapiro it's... doing a bit together actually makes me want to vomit. They have not They have, <laughs> it. They, have, it. They, have it. they have Oh it. yeah, have it. But, but but and it's also it's 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 so it's so obvious that he knows that that's how he can stay relevant yeah, right of course. he knows by that, that further exactly further and and how also yeah. he can he can continue to monetize his fame is by and you notice even just in what he says like he I, I saw an interview with him recently where i think like the literally the first thing he says was some question about trudeau and he was like well i wouldn't trust that you know i don't think he's ever said a single truthful thing in his entire life and the entire audience clapped and i was like well, that's obviously just nonsense <laughs> but like he, he knows that it pays to create these very 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 polarizing sound bites that people will put on tiktok and people will be like yeah yeah I, I agree with that he's saying the things that i always wanted to say and never have
1: you know i hate i hate those videos i don't know if you scroll on facebook or whatever you'll never see a video which is something like it's so extreme in the way they articulate something like ben shapiro completely ruins young student talking about this and the other and all mm-hmm. of the sort of like they're such sensationalist titles yeah. and when you actually watch the video it might just be like a, sort of a relatively reasonable debate because the person chat. because the video is founded by like I don't know young republicans or something like that mm-hmm. um, they try and say like oh they like yeah, yeah like Jordan, Jordan Peterson destroys young lefty but X Y Z and it's like it's just so Fraudulent, frankly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a moment.
2: yeah, it's a mo- like a momentary clip from like an yeah. hour-long talk yeah. or something like that, and it's yeah. like that's the yeah, that's the sensation exactly. of, like that's what catches fire. And, and so, he
0: always, yeah, like Peterson, always claims like, oh, you know, I'm not the person making those videos. And He's like, yeah, but I feel like now you can quite clearly see that he is right? still yeah. talking with a mind to those videos being mm-hmm. created because that's how he knows where he gets. You think you, you think Josh he, the C16 thing is based on a complete
1: lie? Wasn't well, I it?
2: he? Was he was? As in, that's the funny thing about it? I'm, yeah. pre- I'm pretty sure.
1: Right, I, I, don't, don't quote me on this. I'm pretty Frat-check.
2: sure he was just wrong about the bill.
0: Oh no, he didn't. Yeah, he he was. I think he, he entirely what he said misconstrued, it. Was. the bill, the bill. Video. I think I, it, it literally just slightly altered the um, Canadian added, Bill of Rights, saying that yeah, gender just added. To protect it added the class, yeah, yeah, it added like gender identity to protected rights. Exactly, it's like you can and, discriminate against yeah.
1: people.
2: It was nothing to do with mandatory pronoun pronouns. No, it, it,
1: it never, no. it never outlawed speech in the same way
0: that he claims it did. Like no, the whole point was that it exactly. never, and, and he, 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 he like yeah he basically twisted the entire yeah like, like, like i watched him address speech.
2: like a bunch of I think, the, the, the canadian legislature or whatever yeah and they're just there and they just look very confused just like what <laughs> what, what this <laughs> the is the one he knows that that's what will make him popular. exactly and, and, like,
0: and you can see like you know, he says the most outrageous like he the way he talks about canada is as if it's like you know nazi germany or something I mean, <laughs> Korea, like there's no freedom of speech there's no civil rights it's like, like bro
1: you exist yeah. like of course he, there is this <laughs> is also <laughs> the fact i have to back i have to I'll, I'll say one thing about canada there just briefly just on, on that topic mm. Justin Trudeau is trying to um, champion a bill which in the Supreme Court would preempt violent speech and therefore you would be liable to essentially be pr- brought into court and, mm. and for even like the notion of about to say, preempt freedom of speech Someone says as, in, as, in, as in you could basically prosecute someone you could um, at least convict someone, or As in if, they, if someone, they have intentions if, if they ha- to. If you think they have intentions to violence, yeah, well, that is actually something that he is doing. That's like that. So that's that mad. is that, that's not.
0: How can you like? It seems it's like exactly, a, it seems circular. Like how you, the only way you know someone would say something like that is if they've already. I mean, it's it. a
1: horrific law that makes no sense. Yeah. It's a horrific law that makes no sense. But like,
0: it just it, seems like a waste of but time. But that is like,
1: stupid. Yeah, that is that is actually. So to be fair, yeah. Trudeau is going further than any sort of like Western politician, at least in the English common tradition, to sort of kind of. Abridge free speech a little bit So yeah. he, We sort like, of like
2: no, very,
0: There are there there problems for sure yeah. I mean yeah We basically talked
2: to... about this The other day In terms of like How Now private corporations Have like An actual hold Over freedom of speech Oh yeah In terms of social media Like oh, it's, yeah. it's not That's so honestly serious. the That's one of the most we, we said like about. basically I mean at this point Social media is essentially An arm of free speech Right. It's an arm of the government, essentially. It's an it's an arm of it's it's part it's essentially part of your free speech rights. It's, it's at this point, realistically, should be to have social media, yeah. right? Because mm. it's it's as it's as important as well, it's more important than the news, so on and like mm. yeah, newspapers, other other forms of media. Mm. And yet, the policing of it is all done by
0: obviously private corporations, yeah. like Instagram, Facebook, private so corporations, forth, or that you know, have individuals, individuals, or very right? obscure government agencies like the FBI or whatever, and like no one has any idea what's, what's going on. No. no, the whole thing. I mean, it's it's such a it's such a thorny issue because <clears throat> part of me thinks like it seems slightly uh, it's kind of silly that basically a private corporation with a voluntary service that has just grown to a certain size, such that it needs to like su- suddenly. I mean, that that interview with the the Joe Rogan episode with Zuckerberg is really interesting, um, but he basically I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Um, Margaret, he's like, essentially, I didn't get into this, you know, I didn't, I didn't create this platform in order to be, you know, censoring people and editing mm. their political views and doing all this stuff. Like, I'm a programmer. Like, I just created this cool software that I thought would connect people. And I kind of, you know, I, I, I felt like fair enough. Like, he's basically been so successful to the point where his public, oh, sorry, his private company has been has become like a deep, deeply involved a yeah. political entity in it, it, it yeah. has been politicized whether he really wanted it or not it's like, Twitter like as well that's
1: why you Musk. to be fair i kind of like support this takeover on the it principally like in, mm-hmm. in, in in principle at least because he just said that like okay this needs to become a deeply politicized entity but yeah, in of sense of course. A, by a Brit, no, but yeah. by, in but instead of by sort of like you know Censoring people and so forth on like political reasons, you yeah. make it into a political entity in and of itself. So but, I even, guess if but there's but, no but the, censorship at all, yeah,
0: but the sole ownership of one man, I mean, he's he yeah, is he is a political actor. That's too much. He said, "I am yeah. going to be voting Republican in the next election." Like, like he is political, and so it's it's it comes into a fundamental issue with this technology where you have the, these. Inc- insanely powerful systems. I mean, Zuckerberg has to be one of the most powerful men who's ever lived in human history, if not the most powerful man. Probably the most most powerful man, in terms of his influence over over the private lives of of so many people. Mm -hmm. Um, But how can you have anybody in that position who's a completely neutral, completely well, apolitical... Thing, like,
2: everyone has fussed over you know, the past decade, well, not in decade since forever, realistically, over the partiality of various newspapers. Like you know, I mean, whether the BBC is left or right-leaning has been an issue for right. years and years and years and years. And realistically, the bigger issue now is whether like Facebook or Instagram are left or right-leaning because mm-hmm. they're the ones that, that realistically, they're the, the, the arms that have... Well, we have you know the targeted ad things, they're mm-hmm. the arms that have the most influence. And realistically... Can change people 's minds the most mm. this is the best issue though
1: this is the best and they're argument is private yeah yeah,
0: and no one understands how the policing takes place exactly no no one understands the algorithm well, I mean like it's just a fake public consensus ideas. well th- exactly. this, i
1: mean this this, this, is, this is fundamentally because of the question of how to whom would you designate any sort of power like to which one person would you designate any sort of power to like decide what speech you can say to decide like you know yeah
0: what who content can, you who view. you can talk
1: about what you can talk about and content and so forth like. What philosopher king has that sort of like just objective rationality that they can just say that's not allowed? No this one. This is, this is this is the difficulty with it. Whereas we have, in that sense, ceded some of that power mm-hmm. to certain individuals to like basically determine what, 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 what yeah. you can't say.
0: And he said, it was sort of you know, oh, I've set up a committee to deal with this, etc." <laughs> and it's like, okay, but you still set up the committee. Yes, yeah, your committee. Presumably, you're your appointing. No yeah. one voted for these people. And when the FBI talked to him about, you know, like a Russian probes or whatever they're claiming is going on They're he they're talking to him <laughs> you know it's his and he and he, more importantly he has structured the vote shares of facebook such that he is basically the yeah. supreme leader of facebook and no one can make any decisions without him that's just even like, when it's governmentally vetted
2: like yeah. realistically the government has an agenda that very much aligns with these social media platforms like you were saying that what was it the u.s government like cooperated with facebook or well, no facebook it was um yeah yeah government. over the hunter biden yeah,
0: yeah,
1: wasn't exactly, he, was yeah, he, he, he federally subpoenaed for that he uh, wasn't caught, like bug over, over, over. Oh, I think no, it was. No, think no, it was no, there, there, were, there was a. There well.
0: were, there, when he did his congressional hearing, yeah. that was over data privacy. That was over data privacy, wasn't it? Because he had um, just
1: bought what, WhatsApp, I, I can't or, remember. Or something like that. And there were just issues regarding, or worries regarding, sort of like the, yeah, the amount of private yeah. information that Facebook was. And that was,
0: that was so extraordinarily enlightening because it's like the legislative, the regulators are so mm-hmm. far behind. Yeah, they have no clue. The regulated. Yeah. <laughs> but it's insane. I mean, it's like nobody, no one on that congressional committee had any idea how mm. Facebook's algorithm works. No, no one does. No one people. does. Well, like, I mean, who, like, who
1: does? People who work for Facebook don't Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Like, I, I mean,
2: mean there's I, definitely not like one man alive who understands the Facebook the algorithm. The entire works thing. Because it's, it's obviously a massively collaborative piece of work, oh, right? Yeah. And it's just, it, it's resulted in this, this, this like this weird online institution that pushes exactly propaganda that no one really understands where it comes from exactly it's just propaganda and it's there like, and I the pro- yeah. logic behind it
0: and the problem with the personalized ads i mean again i've kind of reached the position on this well like, i just feel like this technology never should have been invented because right. it's basically yeah, unregulated un- un- so. un- unregulatable uh fundamentally like you know undemocratic right because it's it's always you know you can't Could can we nationalize facebook when the government yeah. controls it i mean it's like actually to there's be always fair, a call, it, there's it, always a vested that, interest
1: national in terms of like nationalizing facebook so something that I learned in the social dilemma which is really, really worrying mm. is that apparently in Burma, um, <clears throat> so obviously Burma, are massively prosecuting the Rohingyas in like, yeah. the Rakhine province. Um, and apparently when you buy an iPhone in Burma, it has an, in, like, an automatically installed Facebook app on it on which they can, on which they already have basically pre-installed sort of like, anti rohingya propaganda Jesus. on it. That's insane. So that you just like absorb it just literally by buying an
0: iPhone. Mm.
1: Um, I, I'm not sure if I, I think I might... It's it's something on those lines, but that's the general idea. We need we need, a, we need a fact checker. We we, we'll fact check it. It's, it's on the social level. Um, <laughs> Some, someone fact checker. Take out of my arse. <laughs> but I know, yeah, I don't just completely sort of like <clears throat> disparage the entirety of the Burmese government like, in one in one go. But that's the general you know, it's idea. Key demographic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but more more importantly, that that would, that be, would be terrifying. That right? it's also in it, they could that's do. Terrifying. They the, even the fact yeah. that they could do that is terrifying. Yeah. Like it, it's it's insane, and, and I think yeah, the fundamental issue like with the with this whole personalized ads business model is that there's always going to be a misalignment between user welfare yeah and you know preserving data privacy mm-hmm. and the goals of the corporation which is to advertise to you which will always be I don't think it's really possible to do that and not be slightly sinister and, and subversive yeah. because because you you're you need to know as much as you possibly can about your users And the vast majority of people are not comfortable with some nameless corporation knowing everything about you. Have you guys? Have you guys seen the the
2: the actual the speculation about what um, Elon's takeover of Twitter was going to do with like Chinese relations? No. No. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because obviously, so China have banned Twitter for since essentially it existed as like a major platform. And the thing about Elon's takeover was that a a large proportion of Tesla's business Mm. is conducted. Uh, in China, a lot of their money is made in China. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people essentially speculating that this is going to give the Chinese government an arm into Twitter, and that it's going to give them leverage essentially, because obviously they have leverage over Elon Musk, right? Yeah.
0: Um,
2: and that, that they were suddenly going to get a foothold in in Twitter, which goes entirely against what he would want the platform to be.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But not aligning himself with Chinese interests would completely screw his business.
0: Screw Tesla. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tesla's his baby, is what he
1: really. Tesla is his baby. Which we should have invested in. <laughs> Which we should have, <laughs> have invested in. Which That would have been a really wise way to spend yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh. money. Um, have you guys also seen the Netflix show It's just its come out, of, like, don't imagine, the most hated man on the planet? Or well, on the internet, uh, might be. I've seen it. I've ago. heard of it. I so the most hated man about. on the planet or hated man on the internet, it's, it's just about you saying that this was just, like, a terrible invention, this whole social media thing. It's mm-hmm. the guy who um, managed to somehow hack into, like, honestly thousands and thousands and thousands of girls phones and find sort of like nudes and so forth and just spread it the entire way across the internet Jesus um, and that is like a strange level of sort of you, you actually have that's not even sort of like the company itself as in like Facebook or whatever or whatever bad actors. used yeah. you know? yeah. like actually actually doing it that's not like a fault with the privacy well it, is, it should be a fault with the privacy but that's just even allowing like a platform for that to occur in terms of the guy who could hack into phones and so forth and then use the internet for that advantage like mm. It just means that, frankly, like there's a lot of good things about social media, but there are detriments that are so
0: enormous. Te- detriments, enormous, I think. And most of them are kind of <clears throat> latent in the technology and, and aren't obvious, and so people don't mm. really f- don't see it as this great catastrophe. Um, but it's in, I mean, and also some of the some of the violations because the, the main the main problem is that when you when you're dealing with these enormous scaled TNCs, they can. They can absorb any kind of fine that you want to yeah, put it does, on them. It doesn't I mean, there was this ridiculous case in 2013 where Google, I'm sure I might have told you guys about this before, but Google was um, sending those street view cars around um, German cities. You know the street view on Google Maps? Yeah, yeah, right? They drive these cars around with 360-degree cameras on the roof. And the... I think it was the Hamburg Commissioner for Data Prevention, something, I, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but basically this this German data privacy um, department discovered that these cars were literally hacking into people's private Wi-Fi, every unencrypted Wi-Fi router that they Trust. were passing and stealing everything, passwords, emails, pictures, what kind of porn you watch? What you Jeez. what what TV you watch on Netflix? Everything, right? There's nothing you put on the internet. Basically. It's insane. It, it, it really like, isn't. Everything is public, essentially. Yeah, it's uh, you probably agree to it at some point. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Of course, you do. No one reads them. Not even the courts read
2: them. Just coercion. Like that's what You can't not agree to them.
0: It's insane. And so this was discovered. Google, you know, prevaricated and were very, very like unwilling to. Um, cooperate with the with the investigation, and then it was discovered. And then, of course, they said it was a glitch, and then they supposedly deleted all the data. Um, and the maximum fine that the court was allowed to impose under EU GDPR law at the time was 150 thousand euros <laughs> for corporate negligence, which <laughs> is fine. literally for, nothing. For Ey, EY
1: Parthenon Partner just got uh, SEC just fined Ey Partner 100 mil for yeah. like some sort of cheating or something.
0: And I like know and this is the thing and like now they 150000 Yeah and now <laughs> be- partly because of that case they changed it so Article 85 or uh, 83 of GDPR says that basically they could fine a corporation for negligence um, for 20 million euros or 4% of their annual turnover last year whichever is greater which is still you know, which is a lot of money but equally for a company that's valued at however much Google's valued at it's, it's, pocket, it's Just it's, still not. Especially yeah. because they can I mean the amount of like behavioral surplus data they can gather from these kind of coercive activity or just dwarfs any fine that they could pay exactly. they're still
2: making more money oh, they're off, still making off the crime uh, and,
0: right? and also exactly. like no one no one's I mean they, they don't care about the bad PR no one's gonna stop using Google no,
1: <laughs> like these corporate giants as well like they, they are sort of like it, it comes it's to it's the a too big bit, to
3: but, fail like, yeah, yeah
1: but you know like the what's well, that question of, like the political compass where it's like as in the what's good for the best biggest corporate giants is ultimately for humanity yeah. or something based yeah. on like a sort of ultra capitalist view that you know it's just fundamentally at the end based on like free association and you know, supply and demand and so yeah. forth yeah. like it's actually not in the sense of like of you know, really. we use kidding. it because we're, so, we're frankly fucking addicted to, uh, to social media addicted. and so forth and like google and, and, and stuff because just massively the fact that we're lazy we have yeah. all really the access to everything that's on google just the books and so forth but we just have to use it mm. even if you
2: look um, at how low obviously corporate tax is compared to Literally every other form of taxation, mm. they pay what it, it was raised in the UK to like what yeah. twenty like percent, eighteen percent. They raised still, which is still I relatively was, I think it may, might have been eighteen percent, and it yeah. was raised to twenty, or it might have been raised to eighteen percent. I don't know. Yeah. Either either way, it's minute. Mm. Like for a corporation that big, that large. to be paying essentially less than average people, it's insane. It's like it's it's just insane. We'll it it, it makes no sense, and it's because obviously um, they have a hand. Likely, they have yeah. a hand yeah. in, on the government, right? Because you mm. can't again. Even like we, we can't stop using Google. The government can't kick Google out. Of, out of the country they The can't government do. can't stop using Google Exactly government can't stop. You get, The
0: government can't stop using Google The President of the United States Can't stop using Google Exactly
1: Like this is the thing I mean it's it's so It's His infiltrated His features are Literally loaded onto Google like, <laughs> you know, He uses <laughs> yeah, the, them to project himself Like the, the, the Yeah I mean I don't know it's They're modern day versions of guilds I, It's yeah, like
0: yeah. literally just Well, I've yeah. told, Have I told you guys oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I told you guys about this book um, The Age of Surveillance Capitalism Yeah You read Uble. that in Italy yeah. yeah It's absolutely brilliant It's um, terrifying it's, it's, It is terrifying Yeah it's, it's about all of this stuff It's It's essentially it, it the fundamental thesis is really compelling. It basically makes the case that first and foremost, we are not Google's customers; we are Google's natural resource, right? Yeah. In in like economics terms, yeah. we, are, we are the land, yeah. right? We are the <laughs> we but are the we're the mineral ore in the mine that Google With is the ferociously mining. Breath. Yes, yeah. the Google's customers are the companies that are advertising to us, right? Um, and when you think about how this is restructured, like the nature of our economy as like economic beings like we don't even have the dignity of being consumers anymore we don't even get to consume we just we get consumed (laughs) like we are we've become um we've become a natural resource Mm. which is just horrifying
1: yes we don't There's there's no real escape
0: and what's what's been commodified is like our personal lives not just like what we're buying it's what we're what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're talking who about. we fall in love with, like what, yeah, what we're talking about, where we go for a walk in the park, what we eat for breakfast. It's like the like the the whole, the economization of, of human life.
1: Well, I find terrifying terrifying. Yeah, there's like a little mini Alexa in these iPhones or whatever. That's just hearing like exactly what we talk about. I'll probably mm. go on my phone or something in like a few minutes and I'll just look at my, on Facebook, Instagram, which will probably be catered towards whatever the ficken style or whatever. whatever, whatever yeah. it's, about. Like, it's just, it's a terrifying notion to be honest. Um, but that's yeah, <laughs> <On> that morbid <laughs> note. <laughs> <laughs> do you have?
2: Do, did you have any topics, Louis? Um, how much time have we got? I don't know. Probably another like ten minutes. Do you, have
1: a, mm. do you have a brief one. Uh, a, a r- very brief, brief one. one. We've always got
0: well, politician well, and boxing. Well. We could always just talk I about politician politics. boxing. I think. I think, no, I no, think no, I do to be fair to either, boxing. we should talk about politics. Because that's a, it's a lighter.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, to be fair, it's a neat segue. Did you see? Did you see what's his name, Paddy Pimblett, the UFC bloke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. he challenged Zuckerberg to a fight? Yeah, yeah I actually. In his really like post-match, in his post-match interview, he was like, "I want Zuckerberg, bring him out. Don't like him." I'd pay. i Zuck is a cyborg. I reckon. I reckon
0: he's got like a Terminator. Zuck would be killed. Maybe he'd actually like beat the crap out. Like he just, his
1: eyes just glow red and suddenly switches. He just shoots laser beams out of his eyes. Tyson Fury is doing WWE now. Is he really? Yeah, he's thinking of going into the oh, WWE. Oh, that's poor. I don't know. No, that's that right. would be yeah. absolutely hilarious.
2: Bro, you've got your bag. Like, why do you need yeah. to do that? As is
1: also, as uh, what's this called? The um, Thor,
0: isn't he? Chris what? Hemsworth?
1: No, 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 no. as in Heather Bielsen. Oh, oh ride right, the mountain. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, The mountain. Okay, I can as see that. Maybe, I can see play. that. That makes sense. That would be sense. a
1: brilliant It's role. like super gimmicky. They, yeah. they
0: play him against
2: you know, there's like that. Um, oh, Have you seen there's a, like a, a dwarf WWE wrestler? Hoggles? Oh, What's his name? Whatever. And his whole, it's actually quite bad. His whole like wwe persona is that he's a leprechaun he's like she's got red hair whatever it's whatever screwed up <laughs> he's really screwed up actually it just occurred to me but yeah the, the mountain versus eddie hall would be great yeah eddie the mountain did, did eddie hall that happen or, is that awesome. that it did happen surprise. the mountain one
1: yeah. oh, i didn't see that i didn't no, see that either but,
2: yeah. but, it's a, but it's a wwe but fight. I mean, farage farage johnson who've you got
0: i think johnson's just got him in the in the weight category yeah, to be fair they'd have to one of them would have to slim down slash bulk johnson
1: up. could just sit on it. I, think, that's I, how, Johnson, I don't I mean,
0: think that. That's not really how a boxing. Yeah, works. I, I, I'm, pretty <laughs> sure I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd be disqualified. I think Johnson, technique. No, I think I think uh, I feel like Farage would be maybe more more kind of ferocious. Yeah, I, but thought, I, feel, I feel like, like he Bojo, wants it more Yeah, Johnson is. Quite but I feel like, like I feel like I Johnson would kind of just take it all. Yeah, a bit, exactly. Like, just take the seem, just But I feel like he John John could just human. take. He could take more. He's bigger. He's just larger. And that counts for a lot. reach. Yeah,
1: I think Farage is taller. I assume
0: Farage is taller. I feel like Bojo's short. Exactly. I want to. I want to say energy. he's short. Yeah, he de- he's not like a six. Dude. Yeah, but Farage <laughs> is withered, man. Farage is
1: like. I yeah. mean, he he, look, he just looks like a toad. How man. old he's is just... How old is
0: Boj? Fifty-eight or something. No, I
1: think, I think he's like a decade older than that, mate.
0: I think he's no. no he's really not. Like he's 70. not. He's not pushing I seventy. 70.
1: I no, no, is no. Let's no, no. no look it up. Right? Like this. I think he's.
0: Jamie pulled pulled us up.
1: My my phone's out unfortunately, but I reckon he's about. I predict about fifty-nine or something like that.
0: I'm so, I can, I'm saying be fair yeah, I might just be completely. The years gone. haven't been kind to him. That's what I feel like we're all fifty-eight. Be, fifty-eight. Okay, okay, okay. There you go.
2: There you go. Um, I know that too. Conversely,
1: <laughs> Farage,
0: Farage is sixty something. <laughs> he's
2: fifty-eight as <laughs> well. What? Damn. Oh, wax a, a match.
1: match,
0: match made in heaven. Okay. And heights? Heights? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean,
1: look at his neck, mate. He literally looks like a frog. He's got like that, like Farage does look like a frog. Lap whatever it's called.
0: He's got the kind of like uh, he's got the same. chin.
2: Boris Johnson's an inch taller. Okay, uh, but is oh, definitely I, I, definitely a heavyweight. I think Johnson's taking him. I think Johnson. Oh, I think. I think if he got himself in decent neck, he'd probably take him. I think with all the, the, the steak the and oven chips, <laughs>
0: the, the one who was steak some on. steak oh. and oven chips, <laughs> and it was delicious. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hack out like twenty cows before the fight. Beautiful new blue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's your favorite, what's champion? I don't know, but blue. <laughs> blue. Oh, such an he's Deus. such an unbelievable meme. He is, <laughs> he's such a, he's a. Uh, he's not I mean, think really that's really. also he just
2: could not have been a politician like hundred years ago. No, I, I think mean, like because he's well, not. Maybe he could have. Do, do you think, but as in, he, not in in the way he conducts himself. Like he's not. Yeah, he's not he, a politician. Well, politician. He would have, I think he, he would have. He would have sort of. Yeah, he would have just been a different person. Yeah, but
0: imagine him like you know him in in like. Stanley Baldwin's cabinet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the celebrity of politicians.
2: That's what it's... it's
1: but he's sort of like culturally in conformity with the kind of politicians of like 100 years ago in the oh, sense day. of you
0: know he's, he's an old, sort of he, old he's an old Edonian you know, kind of, yes. yeah exactly oh,
2: like, what's I'm saying is he, like, he's not oh, a serious he. person he's just no. a I've seen that video of him
1: absolutely decking like 10 year old kids and, like, no. a, oh my <laughs> god <laughs> yes, yes. 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 that was Roll that was when he was there. mayor wasn't he that was absolutely
0: that poor kid bro he just takes no prisoners imagine getting absolutely just decked just destroyed it's a story though. shortly leans into the show properly going for it Story, story though, though. that you
1: got decked by Boris Johnson.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I'd like to be that guy. I'd Be like, yeah Bojo took me out. Do you think so? i out.
2: I, I, and I actually, I, I, imagine turning up talking to me about that story. Like, oh yeah, when I was when I was nine, I got roughly tackled by Boris Johnson,
1: spearheaded by. Yeah. <laughs> that would be by so this, funny. That sort of like gallivanting yak. That gallivanting <laughs> 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 gallivanting <laughs> yak. I, yeah. Let's be honest.
0: So that's that's how Boris would probably describe himself if he was. That's why Boris phrases. That's a worryingly Boris <laughs> phrase Gallivanting yak. Who you all think I'm a gallivanting yak? Who do you think in the comments? <laughs> yeah,
1: Who's the uh, the commons WWE Royal Rumble sort of yeah. champion? Do you reckon though? I think I Dominic, I think Rob Rob. I Dominic like Rob looks yeah, dangerous, he, he does look dangerous. Yeah, yeah. massive, who, who, massive. he
0: well. Oh, Rishi, probably.
2: I think that's a good shot actually. First, he's just quite. He's quite I could small. see, I could see like Shad,
1: Sajid Jabbar also. Just
0: Sajid, out. maybe, yeah.
2: Yeah. well, just gets knocked out, just gets knocked okay. out, probably doesn't turn up.
1: No, I think uh, the guy with um, who's that? The really angry SNP, uh, Ian Blackford Smith, I think it is. Yeah. Oh the yeah, really yeah, yeah. Oh, He he's just I love hates guy. every oh, single Tory. Yeah. yeah, he. If you were the Ray Johnson, mate, I'm sorry, oh, he's black God. and blue. He's and in my like my brief <laughs> it'd be a string of watching PMQs, like he was just always
0: there, just abusing. Yeah, he's Tory like a B. legend. He was fantastic. Right? Yeah, I've never yeah, seen him smile. And, um, um,
2: Dennis Dennis Skinner.
0: Dennis Skinner. Dennis, Dennis yeah. Skinner. Yeah. I so remember like De- back,
2: back when Dennis Skinner was younger. I Dennis
0: Skinner. I, I think he got kicked out of the comments for, for refusing. He called he Cameron called, yeah, a, ref- a pipsqueak. Yeah, yeah he, and, he and he refused to, to retract it and it was he got just kicked out. Massive. He, that was he, bad, he had a really,
1: really quite emotive speech on the Iraq War, like voting on whether it was legal. Or something yeah, I like think he's getting involved. Yeah, really, it, it, that's what? the he only was, thing I've seen. Is he done. still Olympic? Is he alive? I don't actually know, but Yeah, he's in his nineties, I think. If he is, he's like father of the Commons. Like, yeah, definitely exactly. he's definitely yeah, the he's, oldest figure in there. But was, it wasn't Dennis King. It was Tony Benn. So I'm confusing old politicians. I do
0: remember a, a great speech about the
2: Iraq. The it was, it was whole
1: story of Tony Benn is really, really funny.
2: Just in terms of like, Labour essentially got hijacked by the far left, <laughs> and it's just it's just <laughs> mental. Like, if you go through like the party mechanics of how it happened, they just hijack all the committees, and then like <laughs> it was like it, it, in, it was the, to the point where basically, um, sixty I think it was like 65 percent of Labour voters. Hmm. Um, at the height of it would have been like the early to mid 80s right I don't know late, uh, late 80s maybe well, I don't know and I think Blair. early, I think yeah, I think early '80s. I don't really Mid-80s, know. Yeah. Um, once again, yeah. we're speaking about things we don't really know about. Yeah. Um, but basically, <laughs> they just they just <laughs> took over. It was the point where Labour voters, I think it was like 65 percent of Labour voters thought trade unions had too much power in Labour. Like 65 of Labour voters were like, no, trade unions too much because like oh, far no. left like trade unionists are just completely hijacking the party. It was Nuts. That's mad. Like literally, completely, legitimately, essentially, like fair enough. So fair against enough. the Labour
1: constitution. But, yeah. See that yeah, in, in that video, you do have just Jeremy Corbyn sitting right next to Ted. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nice. No, I saw, saw Corbyn in the street. Is that like the Bureau. Oh, really? Dude, I was at a um, pub in Islington uh, well, with my girlfriend, and um, I see this guy walk past. they kind of like caught him out of like the corner of my eye. He literally walked right past me, and I looked at the back of his head, and I was like, that kind of looks like Je- the back of Jeremy Corbyn's head. just just the hair, just like the kind yeah, of the, yeah, almost like the way withers. he walked and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh man, maybe it is because I'm in Islington. So I just yell yeah, out, no, Jeremy! And he turns around, there he is, and he just like this wonderful smile just waves at me, and I wave back. He's like, seemed like a really lovely guy. And we were like, with all the people, you know, there were people sat at other tables, and I was like, holy shit, like Jeremy Corwin just waved at me, I was super gas. <laughs> uh, and everyone else was like I, just, I It was just like a You know like a, yeah, it's,
1: a fun, it's a funny story. That's a low grade <laughs> pleasure <laughs> No I, I, it, I, 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 got, I didn't see I got waved yeah. by like A pretty disgraced Sort of like <laughs> <laughs> No, It was, it was
0: just like, it was just one of those Like a, did you just see a famous person Yeah so It's like a casual yeah, it's like, context it's like, you're not like Yeah You're not expecting it Exactly And um, everyone else at the table was like oh yeah Like he, like we see him around all the time He's always really friendly
2: It's just completely normal for them Yeah and You look
1: like completely out of place Yeah
0: Yeah so I look like a bit of a scrub
1: I'll tell you what, actually, it's just on a final note, that I've realised who would actually have won if it were sort of like last 20 years yeah. John Prescott with absolutely oh, wreck. John. John, Prescott. John Prescott would, I reckon, sort of like just spin around, just roll into into the ring, <laughs> <laughs> Just take out like, just literally <laughs> those, like six of them.
0: That'd be, I could pay good money that. to see that. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Battle Royale. Uh,
2: Jesus. I think, yeah, I think we've covered an, almost an hour again. Another another,
0: another (laughs) extremely informative podcast. podcast. But sorry for wasting your hour. (laughs) 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 Um,
1: And if you enjoyed, you want to enjoy another wasted hour, then tune in for the next next podcast. Next Next episode. Thanks for listening. That's goodbye from me.